Good morning, everyone, and welcome to You're the Manager podcast. We got a win, baby. Let's go. So it is currently Friday, September 10th. Um, let's see. On let's see, what was it? Was it Wednesday night or Thursday? Hmm. I don't remember. I'll be perfectly honest. I think it was a Wednesday. Uh, anyway, maybe a Tuesday. Who who knows? Who cares really? A win's a win. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So of course the United States men's national team. Uh, played Honduras uh, the other night in uh, San Pedro Sula. Tough away venue, but the boys got it done. The U.S. winning 4-1. Um, but the end scoreline does not represent the whole entire game. Um, yeah, if, if, if anyone watched the full game, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, that first half, man... Uh, First half was something, uh, something, something else. Um, yeah, it was not, not, uh, not pretty in the slightest. Um, we were down 1-0 at the half. Um, Greg made some changes. All credit to him. I think uh, you know all of his all of his subs either scored or uh, you know contributed to a goal. Uh, which is impressive, um, you know. It's uh, maybe some some poor decisions um, in the in the first half with the lineup. Um, I'll I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not sure. Sh- I you know I don't think the lineup you put out was that bad. Um, I might get some hate for that, but yeah, I honestly don't think the lineup you put out was half bad. Um, you know, if if I was and I said this in my uh, preview episode to this game. Um, I wanted to see a five back, and you know he brought out the five back. Um, you know, I when doing a five back though, I you know I talked about some of the tactics and and what I would have liked uh, to see them do. You know, um, you know having actual tactics, having a strategy going forward. Um, and I kind of talked about that. So if, if you want to go back and listen, uh, feel free, but you know, basically I wanted to see a five back two in the middle, three up top. And, um, that's kind of what we saw, but, um, yeah, I, I wanted to see a five back, but I wanted one of those wing backs to push up high. Um, you know, we have three center backs back there, so I want to see more risks being taken. I want, uh, you know, I wanted them to, you know, look for the forward ball first. Um, you know, don't just go for the safe pass uh, every single time. Uh, you know, take some risks. We got three center backs behind you, um, and that's the beauty of a five back. You got three center backs back there, so you know those, you know those wing backs can push out real high, um, and and join the attack and just you know provide more options. But um, and honestly. Uh, you know, in all fairness, we didn't start out that bad. I, I thought we started out pretty solid. You know, we were, 
you know, I I won't say we had good, you know, attacking you know, chances. We didn't really have many chances. Uh, we had a few good moments. Um, nothing clear cut. But, you know, whenever – but we were, you know, in the attacking half and we, we were getting – uh, decent opportunities that we didn't really capitalize on because uh, it was kind of lazy uh, at times, a little lackadaisical, you know, not much effort being put into the attack. Uh, you know, early on, there was a few times where, you know, we had kind of Honduras on the back foot. Maybe they were attacking a little bit. And then we, you know, recover the ball, had him on the back foot. All we really needed was, you know, a, a few – uh, quick connections here and there to break him down. And I uh, didn't really see that guys maybe holding on to the ball a little bit too long. You know, whenever they were dribbling, it, it didn't seem uh, uh, purposeful. It, it, you know, it was, it just looked like everybody was kind of running around out there, you know, running around 50%, which is not, which is not what you want when you're trying to attack. So, um, but on the bright side, you know, in the beginning of the game, you know, we were getting in those few attacking positions. You know, it looked it looked decent. Uh, it definitely looked better than the Canada game. Um, you know, it looked okay. And then, you know, Honduras would pick up the ball, and they're a good counterattacking team. And, you know, that's the type of game style they want to play. And every time they got on a counterattack, it was snuffed out pretty quick. Uh, I thought our three center backs were, uh, you know, that system was doing a good job. You know, it, it, it looked safe. Um, and didn't look like there were many dangerous options. Uh, they did score a goal, uh, 27 minutes in, um, you know, just poor play. It was, it was a poor giveaway in the midfield. Um, but you know, that's going to happen throughout the course of the game, but you got three center backs back there behind you. Uh, you know, George Bellow didn't track back. Um, you know, he was kind of jogging back. So he wasn't, he wasn't, he was in the position to, you know, Mark, Brian Moya, uh, who eventually scored, but you know, he, he didn't, he was just sitting back and watching the ball, but I, I place a lot of the blame, uh, in that play on John Brooks. Um, you know, he, he, he stepped up, um, you know, Honduras was on a counterattack. It wasn't, it wasn't extremely dangerous, but John Brooks decided to, you know, push up really high. Uh, you know, we had we had the three center backs back in good position. John Brooks, who is in the middle, he pushes up super high and tries to make a lackadaisical challenge. And the Honduran player uh, just passed it around him really easily. Uh, I don't remember if he passed it around him or just dribbled around him, but it was super easy because John Brooks was just not committed to it at all. You know, if you're going to push up that high on defense, that's great, but you need to go in there with a purpose and, you know, be committed to it. And he was not. And, you know, 27 minutes in, that was pretty, it was like the third time he had done that, even in that game, just pushing up really high and just looking like he had weights on his feet, you know, just kind of slow. Um, so he pushes up really high. The guy gets around him really quickly. So if you're going to push up that high, you either, need to make sure you win the ball or, you know, if they get around you, don't let them get around you. Um, so, you know, if they, if they, you know, poke a dribble around you or, you know, somehow get a pass off around you, you got to foul, 
you got a foul. And John Brooks didn't do either of those things. Uh, so pretty poor from him. Just got around him super easy. So that left Miles Robinson and uh, Mark McKenzie in a pretty tough spot. Uh, even still, goal could have been avoidable. Uh, you know, George Bello, he was in the box at the time. And there was one other Honduran player in the box when the cross was put in. Um, and Bello just didn't didn't track back. And John Brooks wasn't even in the box when that cross was put in. So that just tells you how far up he pushed and didn't even make it back, wasn't even close to making it back. Uh, George Bello should have been marking uh, Brian Moya, who scored. Um, so a completely avoidable goal for sure up until that point we we looked okay uh you know we didn't look great um but you know i think if the game were to go on uh just like how it was going then i feel like the u.s would have won you know one maybe two zero because you know the defense did look solid up to that point except for john brooks and possibly George Bellow. Um, uh, but yeah, like I said, you know, up until that goal, you, we didn't look bad. But as soon as that goal hit, you want to see a response from your team. And we saw a response, but it was a negative one. You know, guys' heads dropped. You could see frustration on the faces. Um, and it just looked like they gave up a little bit. So, the, you know, the rest of that half was pretty poor. Um Honduras possibly could have had one more goal if it wasn't for Matt Turner, uh, who also had a good save in the second half. Um, but, yeah, so we got into halftime. You know, that system can work. That five-back system can work. But you need, you know, full commitment from the guys, and you didn't you, you didn't see it. Um, and, you know, some of that blame goes on the players, but some of that blame also goes on Burhalter um, because you have to get your guys ready to go. I mean, that's all on you. Uh, you got to get those guys ready to go, put in maximum effort. This is World Cup qualifying. Uh, you know, we're here to wake a World Cup. And, you know, these guys should be prepared to give everything they have, especially since we missed the 2018 World Cup. So these guys should be hungry, you know. Uh, and that's what I loved from Ricardo Pepe, you know, the night, that night and that game. You know, he was, you know, just hungry that whole game, just relentless pressing trying to get something going, just huge game from him. Um, but you didn't really see that from any of the other guys, and uh, it's, it was a little disappointing. Miles Robinson, I thought, had a great game as well. Tyler Adams had a good game, even though he was playing out of position. Well, I won't say out of position in the right back, but uh, he was playing right wing back, which he does play a lot for Leipzig, to be perfectly fair. But he is much better uh, in the midfield, especially if we're going to go with James Sands in the middle. I would... Uh, much rather, I think, start uh, DeAndre Yedlin or even Callum Acosta at the right back position. I just want Tyler Adams in the midfield. You know, we've got to have Tyler Adams in the midfield. Uh, he's so much better there, controls the game there, and that's what we were missing in the first half as well. We were missing that distribution to our attacking mids. Uh, we were missing that. Um, we were missing that extra factor. Um, to attack moving forward. We were missing that forward pass in the first half. But, um, yeah, so pretty pretty poor from Greg Berhalter there. Um, you know, with the lineup, I didn't think it was 
uh, terrible, but there were some uh, question marks. Um, you know, James Sands was one question mark. Um, you know, Tyler Adams at right wing back was definitely a question mark. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, that's about it. But, I mean, like I said, the five back can work for us. Uh, you know, we we played it. Uh, we played it some in the Gold Cup, and, you know, it worked out pretty well. And, you know, defensively looked solid other than the goal. John Brooks was a disappointment. Uh, I think if we would have had maybe Walker Zimmerman in there, um, you know, I don't think we would we would concede in that game. But, you know, all credit to, to Burhalter. He saw the problem, and he dealt with it. He made uh, three substitutions at halftime. He changed the formation from a, a five-two-three to a uh, you know four-three-three, which is what we normally play. Uh, switched it to a four-three-three. Put on, um, let's see. Took out John Brooks. Took out uh, George Bello, and took out Josh Sargent. And then he put on uh, Brendan Aronson, who was absolutely massive in this camp. Uh, put on Brendan Aronson for Josh Sargent, put on Anthony Robinson, who was also huge, uh, and for George Bello, and he put on Sebastian Legette and for John Brooks. Uh, Legette, obviously, going into midfield. Um, yeah, so switching to that formation made, you know, all the difference. Um, you know, we but to be perfectly honest, um, I'm not sure it was so much of a formation change uh, than it was a tactical change and an attitude change because, you know, it's all well and good switching to a 4-3-3, a more attacking uh, formation. But if, again, you know, we played, we played a 4-3-3 against uh, Canada. We played a 4-3-3 against El Salvador. And look how many goals we scored there. You know, we had two full games and we scored one goal. Yeah, that's that's pretty unacceptable, especially against, uh, you know, El Salvador. Yes, it's tough traveling away, but we should be scoring at least a goal. I, you know, it's El Salvador is not not a strong team, not a strong team. Uh, Canada again, uh, playing at home. You know, we did get a goal. Maybe should have scored, you know, more than one goal. Um, but it was a pretty poor performance attacking. So, you know, it, you know, play four through three in those two games and scored one goal. Uh, so it's uh, a formation change, I think, did have something to do with it. Um, but for me, it was more of a tactical change. It was more of an attitude change because you look out, um, you know, you look what happened as soon as that second half started and guys were looking uh, for that attacking forward pass that they weren't looking for in the first half and weren't looking for in the previous two games. So that's obviously something to do with uh, Burhalter um, because it is a noticeable difference, um, like hugely noticeable difference, how they were looking for the forward pass whenever that second half started as opposed to the first half. Um, you know, almost every single time you saw a guy pick up the ball and look forward uh, for that attacking pass instead of just turning and playing the easy ball back to your center back. Um, so yeah, I thought, 
Uh, I really liked that. I really liked what I saw uh, that second half, that response. Um, so, you know, obviously that has something to do with Burhalter, um, giving them that, uh, you know, surely, you know, he, he gave them that uh, speech. Uh, he, he gave them that energy and gave them, you know, some tactics moving forward uh, and trying to, to score goals and it, you know, it looked like the first two games in that first half, it basically just seemed, all right, guys, here's our formation, go out there and do it. Uh, it didn't really seem like there were any tactics involved. And, um, yeah, so that led to one goal in, in two, in two games, but yeah, that second half, we score four goals in one half against Honduras away. That's, that's pretty good. Um, pretty good indeed. And, you know, that's all. Yes, formation change probably did help. It's a more attacking uh, formation for sure. Um, you know, we had a one more guy in the midfield, which helps. Um, you know, legit, I thought had a really good half in the midfield, connecting passes to guys, connecting it with our attackers. Um, so, yeah, the formation change was good. But, the you know, the attitude uh, was was what it was for me, you know, looking for the dangerous ball, looking for the dangerous play. And it paid off um, because, you know, we were attacking and we trusted, you know, Mark McKenzie and Miles Robinson, who I thought both had really good games. We trusted them back there to hold it down on defense. And uh, yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job. Antine Robinson, I thought did a great, great job. I thought he had a, uh, massive two games. I thought he was, you know, one of our better players against Canada. Um, and then the second half that he had was just great, obviously scoring a goal and tying it up, but what he did the rest of the game is huge too. Um, he just provides an extra option uh, and a really good option at that on the left. Um, you know, whenever Pulisic picks the ball up on, on the, on the left wing, a lot of guys are going to collapse on him, right? Because it's it's Christian Pulisic, you know, as they should. And, you know, with Anthony Robinson now uh, playing at left back, you just have another dangerous option uh, that Pulisic can go to. And then uh, look what happened. I mean, a lot of guys collapsed on Pepe for, for that first goal, and then it fell to Anthony Robinson, who was free in the box, and, you know, had a great strike and put it in. So I thought he looked super dangerous moving forward, putting in crosses, which I liked to see. Uh, I don't think we saw enough crosses those first two games, uh, you know, just whipping it into the box. Um, I thought we tried to, you know, pass it around a little bit too much. And then, um, yeah, not even, not even, you know, taking a risk and giving it a go. Uh, but that second half, more crosses were whipped in and look what happened. We scored our first two goals off of it. Right. So, um, yeah, and again, it goes back to tactics and it goes back to the attitude. Um, but yeah, Antony Robinson for me was huge because, you know, he's, you know, obviously great moving forward, but there were several times where Honduras would be on the counterattack and then Antony Robinson would track all the way back and, you know, just track him down and make a good tackle, be there on defense as well. So, uh, for me in this camp, 
in the last few performances he's had, Anthony Robinson, for me, is my lock-in left back. Um, every single time he's healthy, he's going to be my first option, uh, 100%. And I think he proved that to Burhalter as well. Uh, just really good camp. Um, and then, so that tied it up 1-1, obviously. And then in the 75th minute, uh, Ricardo Pepe, the 18-year-old debutante, uh, you know, rose up. You know, DeAndre Yedlin whipped in another cross. Um, uh, I thought Yedlin was pretty solid once he came on. Uh, you know, that let Tyler Adams go back into the midfield, which was huge. Because, um, you know, Tyler, we were missing some a little, you know, we did score the goal. We switched to a 4-3-3, had an extra attacker. But uh, James Sands was a bit of a letdown still. You know, he's not really one to, you know, play that, you know, attacking pass and move forward a little bit. Um, but Tyler Adams did that. Uh, I thought it was a huge difference whenever he came on and was put in the middle. Um, but yeah, DeAndre Yedlin was, was pretty good, to be fair, as well, I thought. Um, you know, obviously the assist, you know, whipped in a good ball. Uh, Ricardo Pepe, uh, you know, rose up and yeah, just really, really good header, uh, you know, put it back to where the cross came from, put it in the right corner, and keeper just had no chance. I, it was a really well-taken goal. And, you know, that's what we've been missing from our, uh, you know, number nines as of late. Uh, we're lacking that lethal finish, which Pepe provided. And, uh, yeah, a super promising start. Um you know, his, uh, you know, his adult, uh, debut, you know, his first, his first game for the men's national team. And it's an away world cup qualifier against a tough Honduras, uh, venue. You know, it's, it's been, it's always been a tough game for us. Uh, you know, pretty much the, the whole history of our world cup qualifying uh, away at Honduras has always been a tough uh, a tough game and you know he's 18 years old making his full team debut and you know, he scores the goal and he assists one and you know he had the shot on goal which led to uh, legit having a tap in uh, for the fourth goal so one goal one assist and almost a second assist I don't know if you can count that as an assist or not but Huge, 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 huge. And, you know, it's it's hard to make any assumptions based off of one game um, with the U.S. It's, it's tough because if you look at that, then, you know, other players could be in that same situation where they have one good game and then, you know, everybody jumps on the hype train. But, you know, Pep, he has proven himself in the MLS. He's, he's what, 11, 12 goals for the season already as an 18-year-old in the MLS, and, you know, that's good. It's it's good. He show, He's shown that uh, he has that lethal finishing ability, that ability in the box. He seems to be a complete striker. You know, he's uh, he's got a good uh, right foot, got a good weak foot, um, you know, obviously good in the air. So it is exciting. I'm trying not to get overhyped on him, like – literally what everyone else is doing but for me he's even from one game he's put himself in the conversation as our number one number uh number nine our number one striker because 
no one has stepped up yet. No one at all. Uh, you know, we've given PFOC quite a few chances. We've given Sergeant, I know we've given, given Sergeant uh, quite a few chances. Gerald DK as well. Um, all have had some moments, but, you know, nothing to be excited about. We haven't had, uh, we haven't really had anyone step up and be like, all right, if the ball is crossed into him, um, you know, in any situation, I'm not confident. I'm not confident. But you look at Pepe, you seem pretty confident, honestly. Uh, you know, when they started whipping in crosses to him and stuff, he looked good. He looked good. So it's exciting. It's an exciting time for sure. Uh, so brilliant debut from Pepe. Um, really, I mean, monumental, monumental goal, uh, to be honest. He, you know, he put us up 2-1. And possibly saving Greg Berhalter's job in the process. but uh, So we're up 2-1, but it was the 75th minute, so still a lot to play for. Um, and then uh, Brendan Aronson, the super sub, came on and at halftime, obviously, and he eventually scored in the 86th minute. Uh, rolled on with a good tackle uh, in, in our attacking half. Uh, and he lays the ball off to uh, Ricardo Pepe, nonetheless. Uh, Pepe sprints down. Brendan Aronson sprinting hard to get in a good position. Uh, Pepe, you know, barely gets the pass off, uh, but a, a really good squared ball to get it around the Honduras defender. And then Aronson had a, uh, a free shot on goal, just him and the, the, the keeper. And he hits it first time, just clinical finish. Um, you know, keeper couldn't do anything about it. So, really good goal from Aronson. Uh, what a player he is, too. He is just, he produces. He produces. He gets he gets the end product. Um, you know, I, I saw something today where I think he's made uh, 10 appearances for the U.S. men's national team. He's got five goals and three assists. And, you know, his per 90-minute stats, so per game, he's averaging a, uh, you know, either a goal or assist. Like, he's averaging one goal contribution every 73 minutes. Um, so, you know, that kind of speaks for itself. That's Those are really good numbers. Uh, you know, that's, that's world-class numbers. I'm not saying Brendan Aronson is world-class uh, yet. Um, but what he's doing right now is really impressive for a 20 year old, you know, he, he kind of burst on the scene and, you know, he's playing well for uh, Red Bull Salzburg. So you have to think a move for him is coming up pretty soon, especially after these run of performances, uh, for his club team as well, even. And then, so at that point it was three, one, um, you know, Honduras looked pretty, pretty dead, uh, some dead legs. And, you know, we were pretty much just, you know, attacking at will at that point, um, you know, and then in stoppage time, Ricardo Pepe had a free shot in the box. Keeper made a good save, actually, a uh, really good save, but it uh, luckily fell right to Sebastian Legette, who all he had to do was just poke it into the goal uh, to make it 4-1. And uh, all credit to him, Sebastian Legette had a really good um a really good 45 minutes, uh, I thought, had a goal. And then, um, you know, kind of had the hockey assist for for 
uh, first goal to Anthony Robinson. So uh, I thought he had a good half. And if we can consistently get that from him, um, you know, that'll be nice in World Cup qualifying. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all that happened in the game. Uh, obviously, bad first half. Honduras was on the front foot, you know, the whole way um, after their first goal. Uh, definitely had more chances than us in that first half. Um, you know, but yeah, Greg must have given them a hell of a, uh, you know, halftime talk. Um, you could see the attitude change, the tactics change. We actually looked like we had a identity, um, in attack. Um, so it was, it was fun to see. And that's what we want to see more often. We want to see chances taken and we want to see the risky passes being played from time to time. And, um, yeah, so I, I thought it was good, uh, a good win to wrap up the window um, for sure, especially being down uh, about five guys, um, important ones at that. So uh, it'll be nice. Uh, October, hopefully we get um, most of those guys back in. Uh, Eunice Musa should be available by then as well, so he's going to give us a, uh, a huge uh, spark um, attacking wise because uh, we all know what he's capable of and for me I still think he should be in the conversation as uh, you know one of our starting midfielders um, yeah what he can do with the ball is pretty special but anyway we look forward to October getting all these guys back uh, I wish them uh, the best of luck at their uh, respective clubs um, wishing a Quick recovery to Christian Pulisic and Gio Reyna, um, as well as Zach Steffen dealing with COVID. And uh, who else has? Uh, not sure if anyone else has been taken off. Uh, Serginho Dest with the um, ankle issue, but I, I don't think it's too serious. He said uh, Christian Pulisic should be out for about 10 days. I think Chelsea came out and said, uh, Gio Reyna seems a little bit more serious, had kind of like a muscle problem, so uh, that'll take some time. So not sure if we'll be able to see him in October. I hope so, um, but time will tell. But that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. A bit of a uh, relief for sure. I was, uh, you know, after that, after watching that first half, I was dreading making this episode, but uh, the boys turned it around. Greg pull, uh, turned it around. So hopefully we can, uh, hopefully we can, you know, bounce bounce off of that. Um, you know, keep keep that run of form going um, in October. Hopefully that shows Greg what we're capable of and how we need to play. Uh, don't care what formation you put out, but just play guys in their natural positions, please. And just have them go out there and, you know, play their hard outs and, you know, take their chances and take their risks. That's what we want to see. Um, and, you know, it's obviously going to lead to an end product, uh, scoring four goals in one half. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up. A, uh, a uh, yeah, a, a light and positive episode this time. Finally, uh, it feels good to get the win. Uh, as a fan and yeah like I said really looking forward to October uh, we got two home home games home against Jamaica I believe and home against Costa Rica uh, shoot who else 
were away against someone, but I forget who. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I've lost it. But anyway, it should be, uh, it should be some winnable games for sure. So hopefully, get a lot of points out of that. But I will catch you guys later. Um, yeah, gonna gonna pay attention to all these guys as they get back to their clubs and hopefully get some some playing time there. But anyway, we will catch you guys later. Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode and feel free to share it and we'll see you next time. Peace.